Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. in the studio here in San Antonio, Texas. I'm excited and joined by some fresh faces. There's going to be some fresh debate tonight. That's right. I am your host, Ernest Silva. Excited to be with you guys today. Um, again, you've seen Eric on the screen. I'm going to go right to him. Eric, but welcome to Sports Scientist Returning. Uh, talk to the people. Where can they find your stuff and introduce yourself? Hey, guys. I'm Eric. Best way to find me is on Twitter at the moment. It's at EricDigital94, and I'll be more than happy to come to the show next week, have more debates. More and more debates. Here we come. And it is not going to be short of debates tonight. Joining the sports scientists are some two very good people that I've gotten to know over the course of time. Uh, one being uh, a very interesting fellow that we're going to interview first. That's right. I call him Zim. That's right. Zim Williams. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? I'm glad you had me on, bro. It's been a long time coming, bro. I'm glad we're here. I didn't want to do too big of an intro because I'm about to dissect and go into your personal life in just a moment, but very excited to have somebody who plays a sport on the show. And I'm excited to talk about uh, your, your career and what, what's going to happen next. Um, The next, the next guy on your screen, uh, he, he comes from a, a, a very close knit group called the Potter family. I like to call them, but that's right. A fellow podcast man himself, a guy who covers the news. That's right. TJ McKinley. What's going on, my man? Hello. I'm sorry. I'm on college campus right now, but it's TJ McKinley. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. TJ Savage. I'm a sophomore at Mississippi State. So yeah, let's let's get let's get let's get it. I'm, ex- I'm excited. We're definitely going through some NFL news. Uh, I I'm repping my my H Town Rockets. That's where I got the new jersey. If you can see that up there, that's where I got the new jersey. So I'm excited. I'm rocking that tonight as the Rockets take on the Mavericks. We'll do some live scoops into that but today is all about zim talk about zim we're gonna talk about those nfl headlines i know you guys are itching to talk about cheetahs you all know what i'm talking about we're gonna get into that in just a bit um but first off and foremost um guys don't be alarmed okay don't be alarmed that is just a glitch across your screen that we like that's right that is glitch energy glitch with a y that's right glitchenergy.com with a y use code bcmg get 25 percent off your order today glitch energy glitch with a y go check it out there's a glitch with an i don't get that mixed up that code won't work all right guys last last but not least last plug the itl hoopathon where we sponsor seniors coming out of high school will be in cape cod this year august 6 you might have saw it last year we were able to donate sixty two hundred dollars to different senior girls across the state of texas that played for triple double basketball academy this year former g league mvp courtney sims will be um also headlining this year in Cape Cod, so Triple Double and the Sims Academy working together August 6th, ITL. As you all know, this is powered by the Mothership Blue Collar Media Group. You see that on my left side, that's right, Blue Collar Media Group. Shout out to them. All right, round 
one is going to start usually with news around the leagues, but we're going to go straight to Zim. Zim's on the hot seat today. So Zim, um, you got some of these questions up front. Some of them, some of them you didn't, um, but for the people in the back, right? For the people who are like, who is this guy? Like, why is he here? Tell us who are you and tell us your story a bit. Well, man, listen, my name is Zim Williams. A lot of y'all know me by Zim. Now a lot of you will know me as Aziano Fresh. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of my little alter ego that I go by. But I've been playing this game for a long time, man. I, I've been having the ball in my hands since I was about one years old, and I've been playing organized ball since I was seven, bro. And I haven't really missed a season, being honest. I've played high school, college. I've played professionally. I've played peewee. I've played junior high. I've done it all. I've taken every route. I've taken every avenue that'll open up to me, man. So that way I can just get my name out there so I can be seen and be heard. And finally here, man. And I'm just glad that this is the opportunity. My latest thing that I've done was, you know, being in the USFL draft. And I think that that's really helped me get, get a great push towards what my next step is. So I really want to thank you guys for bringing me in today, man. It's been really cool. Absolutely. And, and I just want to get it out there because I'm biased completely. But who's your favorite NFL team? Let's just get it out there, right? <laughs> Man, listen, he going to put me on a hot seat. Oh. <laughs> well, listen, born and raised. I'm, I'm from Arlington, Texas. I'm from the east side of Arlington, Texas. Born and raised. I'm a Cowboys fan. So okay. it is what it is. When okay, was the job? When this, was, is definitely, when was this is definitely Cowboys country. And you and I both know that we, we definitely lose, right? So we know that. We know that. Nobody needs to stress that on this show. Eric's smiling because he's like, yes, we get it. All right, Dallas. Here you go. Look at him smiling. See? Uh, I'm a Browns. <laughs> I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm a Browns fan. And we're definitely hey. going to talk Browns today. I got some Deshaun Watson news. We're definitely going to talk about that. You, you, you already know. Hey, TJ, you better represent, bro. <laughs> That's right. You know. Oh. Yeah. That, that Watson Cooper is going to be really nice for you guys. I'm really excited yeah. about that. I don't, I don't like all the bandwagon fans we got now. I don't, I don't like that. Kick them out. Listen, Kick them listen, out. I'll be realistic, bro. With us losing Amari, I will say that he was a good addition to you guys. I will say that. Mm -hmm. That's the veteran in, That's the veteran in the locker room and on the field that you need, bro. Yep. Yep. I, I'm interested to see what you guys do with Baker. We've talked about that for a couple of weeks. I'm not going to beat a dead horse with that. Uh, Zim, I took it away from you. I'm sorry, man. I just want to go through the NFL stuff, but I want to talk you're about good, you. Boss. Like you, you're you are good, the, you're so interesting. I, 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 I got, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't go look up your highlights and go see, you know, the other interviews and see what people have already dabbled. So I want to do stuff you haven't talked about. Um, So okay. I have to ask you, and I don't, I didn't hear it. Okay. I heard about four interviews for you to you. What is your biggest career highlight to date? Like, what do you feel is, hey, this was my aha moment, my clutch my clutch play on the field. For those who don't know, he plays defensive back, and he's a kick returner, special team returner. Um, so what is that play that you were like, man, I'm special? Well, okay, so there's been two or three, to be honest, bro. Okay, all right. Um, but, but if I had to break it down to one, it was when I was back in college. Um, Coach Butler that coached me, his name is Randy Butler. And he tells me to this day, I've never seen a play. I've never seen nobody make a play like that. So basically, we were in cover two, and I was playing corner, and I had the number one receiver. Well, he went vertical. Okay. Well, we all know that in cover two, if you're a corner, when your number one goes vertical, you have to stay with him. You got to run with him. So I just took off. You know, I stayed on his hip. Well, I looked at the number two. He was also going vertical. So I ended up basically getting into a position where I can split both of them. And then I made a play on the ball on the inside receiver. And that was honestly when I was, when I thought myself, I was like, okay, 
I don't know how I made that play. I went back and watched film and I was like, how did you even get there to that spot? Like that's a play that's hard to make on Sundays. And he even said the same thing. And so that was like my, okay, I can do this at the next level. That's, that was my aha moment. And then also uh, I'd have to say maybe, honestly, a highlight that you've seen um, was doing kick return for the uh, Waco Tornadoes and the ball bounces and it goes straight up in the air and I'm, I'm, I'm timing it. I'm timing it. And I see the ball bounce. It comes up. I snatch it. As soon as I step down, I take two steps in one direction to set up the pathway that I want to go. And I wasn't for sure if this was going to be, you know, okay, this is going to work. I just said, okay, listen, Zim, you're going to take two hard steps to the right, then you're going to play and go straight up the field. And you're not going to stop. You're just going to run. Sure enough, I took two hard steps to the right. I planted, head straight up the field, and I broke everybody's angle that was zoomed, that was breaking down, that was coming in, broke everybody's angle, broke right by everybody, ran in for six, bro. And I was like, okay, this is something that I can do, bro. Like, I'm more – it's not only it's not only the, the physical talent that I have now, but it's cerebral as well. So I can do it on both levels now. So that's what – that was kind of like another aha moment for myself. That and when I get out there on the field and I'm calling out, okay, I see two receivers here, two receivers on this side. Okay, we got cover two. No, they motion. Okay, let's let's stay with cover two. Don't go cover three. Number three has to come back to this backside so I can stay in cover two. I can let my safety sit here and my corner is going to stay down underneath and catch it. Like it's just – with me going through the, the 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 protocol and the systems, bro, knowing what to do now, it's just that's my aha moment. See, that's what I love the field, the field general piece of you, right? The field general piece. You see it on the field if you watch your highlights. And for those who haven't, go to YouTube. Zim Williams um, is definitely where you can you can YouTube and find a whole bunch. So I thought you were going to go with the pick six. You reminded me a lot of Cheetah when you uh, when you caught that and you took off, right? I was like, oh man. <laughs> My man just took off like a bat out of hell. It's gone. He was gone. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I, when I went up the wall, yeah, yeah. I was, I was I like, this was like, ooh, I had to watch it again. Um, so, uh, yeah, I thought you were going to say that. It's very interesting. I was watching some of your highlight packages. I absolutely love your your IQ on the field. I think that's a big thing, when, especially for being a back, right, when, you, when you're when you having to scan the entire field and know what motions are happening and, and who's in what coverage. Um, but I'm very excited, and – Learning that you're playing uh, down in Mexican, uh, the Mexican football league that you're playing, and like that, that was super exciting to go in and, and look up those stats too. So, um, I loved your your interview with MTMV Sports. Very great friends of the show. We're part of the same network, and and um, absolutely loved that. You know, people come up to you asking for your personal items. You're like, man, I don't have a ton of these things to give out, so I'm gonna bring candy from on. <laughs> That's hilarious. Bro, and, it, and it's amazing, bro. It's a great feeling. It, it's it's so intoxicating. You have no idea. It's so intoxicating, dude. Like the only reason why I wouldn't be able to just go back to a scenario like that is because it's like, okay, well, you want your family to be able to enjoy this as well. And it's really with my situation. I've been trying to get my wife out there, but she's really rooted here in the U.S. So it's like really hard to get her, you know, with her job and everything that's going on. Right. So it, it's really hard to get her to go over there as well. So, of course, I'll have her doing her part here. So I'll go there. I'll take the pictures and all that cool stuff and I'll send it back here for her to go ahead and post it onto the social media and all that cool stuff like that. So that way she's not left out. You know, it, it's, she's not left out. Yeah. I love yeah, that. I love, I love that. You got to keep it with the family, right? I mean, yeah, the family's yeah. not behind you. It's not your foundation. Just going to crack. Right. That's yeah, what it's all it, about. Like I said, me, I've been a player, man. I've been a player that's been away from his family that it's, it's the scenario hasn't been ideal. Like, yeah, my mom like that always. Um, yep. Make make sure that 
that you stay focused and not let all the negative, all the you know, all the negativity get to you. Like yeah, you said yeah. with your wife, you gotta, you gotta love them, but you gotta, you know, separate. You keep them at a distance, bro, because the thing is, is and, and it's the truth, see, because the thing is, bro, is if so, say I was to go and play football, right? Say, like right now, I have a contract with the West Texas Warbirds. I go do that, right? So, mm-hmm. say if I don't take care of everything here before I leave. Being real, bro, like we all men on this on this on this chat. Oh hell is gonna break loose. That's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get there, bro. Things are not gonna be oh we gotta have we gotta pay this or we gotta pay that or the baby needs this or the junior needs that or because we got two kids. We have we have a two month old right now and then we have a four year old. So it's like bro, it so you gotta make sure that you're on point. You gotta make sure that you're comparing apples to apples, bro. It has to be a, a, a ideal situation. It has to. Money has to be two things, three things have to be guarantees. Your meals have to be taken care of because you shouldn't have mm-hmm. to be paying for that. You shouldn't be having to pay for that at all. And you're playing mm-hmm. for someone. Your housing should be taken care of because you shouldn't have to be paying for that because you're playing for someone. And then also the consistent money flow. You should not have a lack in your money flow when you leave. It should transition over. Mm-hmm. Just being honest, bro. Honestly, chasing the dream, but you got to be real. You got to be. Re- it's a reality here too. Congrats on the two kids. Yeah, absolutely. See, see. Actually, yeah. speaking about kids, today is actually gotcha day for me. So I adopted my daughter, and this is today is the day where the judge said officially a year ago, you know, like, hey, she's yours. So we call that gotcha day. So today's gotcha day. So shout out to my daughter Lily. Gotcha. Very excited to celebrate today all day with her. Gotcha Congratulations, day. So, Congratulations. Good That's transition. I want to pick the brain of Zim a little bit before I go back to him, right? So let's see. And this is for everybody. I want everybody to kind of give us your thoughts on this, but specifically Zim first. Who's the most iconic player, let's supposed to say player, in football in the NFL today? In today. In today's game? Are we talking today's about today's game right now? No, no, right game. now. Today's game. Who's playing right now? Who's the most iconic football player in your opinion? Are we comparing? We're we're just saying period offense and defense. Who's the number one? That's it. And then I'm gonna go to your position. I want you to tell me who you think the most iconic defensive back is right now in the game. Whew. Okay, so overall, the best player, the number one most iconic player in the NFL right now, it's gonna be hands down, bro. It's Tom Brady. Okay, oh, I, was, I was worried you weren't gonna say Tom Brady, but I thought maybe there was like a defensive back bias. You're like, like, this no, not, no, no, this is no, we're being real. This is the this is the guy that has his own parking spot outside the daggone stadium. Like, come <laughs> on, bro. <laughs> but imagine if he's still retired, though. Who would it be, bro? Okay, if he oh, retired, come on, come on now. He said, "Come on, Baker. Oh, he's come a baker. On. Mine. Okay, so if he was to if he was to retire, if." If time was to go ahead and retire, the most again, the best, the best again. active player right now, bro. Can I say my real quick? Go ahead, Aaron Donald. He's such a beast. Okay, that's that's a solid one. I think he's that's a solid such a one. he is. That is solid, but I would he, say that's he's very that's very that's damn that is solid. Because solid, I mean, yeah. he could retire in two years, and he's been in the league for what less than ten. Okay, well we'll and, say later. And, this, bro. Who is that? Who is that? Who? Who's that? We'll say Larry Fitzgerald. Okay, yeah, that's no, but solid he's, too. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's retired, though. Is he retired? He's retired. <laughs> for sure. Okay, is it is it finalized, bro? What do we? Okay. I okay. I don't know. He is, he doesn't like to talk to the media. Can I get my answer? Yeah. Go ahead. I say 
I'll say Tyreek Hill because it's like he gave the little guys a shot now because nobody was really looking at little receivers like that. But they was looking at little running backs. Now okay. everybody wants a quick uh, wide receiver. Okay, so if we're gonna go by, if we're gonna play that card, then I have to go to the defense. I gotta go to the defensive side of the ball, and okay. I gotta say one of I gotta say one of two guys, bro. And it's gonna be because they can play more than one position in the secondary, like myself. It's mm. gonna be Jalen Ramsey or Tyron Matthew. Oof, Jalen mm. Ramsey hits home. Yeah. Yeah, they can both play outside corner over the top safety and they can play nickelback. I give it to them both. And with with the honey badger, I gotta say this still a free agent. Still a free free agent. agent. Hey, my man needs a home, bro. Hit him up. I know he came to Dallas, but still a free agent. I don't want to spread any rumors. Isn't Pat P still over in Minnesota? Yep. Go ahead and put him in. Go ahead and sign uh, Tyron Matthews in Minnesota and put him back with Pat Pete. A little bit of a reunion over there. He'll never do it. Put him over there, bro. Yeah, he wants money. He wants yeah. money. Purple people, hey, purple people leaders, bro. Go ahead. You know, you know who has the money though? Seattle. Mm, oh. Yeah, because they're giving up Russ. That's why they got yeah. the money. <laughs> oh, here, Co- Coach has another one there for you guys. Uh, Miles Garrett, iconic oh, player. Coach, you're killing me. That's obviously yeah. a Browns fan. TJ's yeah. loving it right there. Miles Garrett, bro. Miles, I, okay. At this point, okay. I haven't Miles Garrett ain't won no major award yet. Yeah, definitely Jarvis but, Landry. I'm just kidding. That's nah. <laughs> 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 and people Jones. If, if we want to go, you know, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> keep it. Didn't you guys let go of Austin Hooper? He would have been the pick, but yeah, he's gone. The tight end. Yeah, yeah, he's gone though. Uh, okay, so okay, so at your position, though, I'll let you do this last little thirty second bit here, Zim. Uh, at your position, most iconic in football right now, your opinion. Damn it. Once again, bro, it, it's still – damn. It's going to have to be Jalen Ramsey right now, bro, because there's not a lot of people. It's not It's not Richard Sherman. It, he's a one-style corner. Sorry, mm-hmm. Richard. It's not – it's not – uh, what's his name? Uh, they play with Baltimore. Um, Marcus Pierce. Pierce, not him, and it's not Lattimore either because Lattimore, he hasn't been what he needed to be for the past two, three years. I would say the and, – and I have to say this, bro. Even though he caught 11 interceptions, eh, eh, I, big, I was waiting for it. I mean, bro, it, I it, it's all you. Of, I would have stood the bro. battleground with you. I mean, <laughs> I, I, it's hard on that one, bro, because I'm a DB, okay? I know. So, that's why. And it's like, okay, I'm seeing how you caught your interceptions, bro. Don't get me wrong. You made plays, but there were some plays, bro, where there's some coverages for sure. Yeah. <laughs> where we, you got got another, we got another one Coach Pina, Denzel Ward. Get out of here, oh, dude. I <laughs> here's the one thing I say about Denzel Ward. I feel like he should have stayed another year in college. He's good oh, now, but I feel like another year would have done him some justice. He is solid. Oh. He is solid. Though. Okay, Probably. so I'm gonna I'm gonna move on here for you, Zim, because uh, I'm gonna put you back on the on the hot seat. Then we're gonna go have some fun with the rest of these topics. Um, uh, we can all chime in. Uh, this I didn't hear people really pick on, you know, your struggles, right? Because obviously it's not been an easy road. You played at Texas College, which huge fan, right? The Steers, and and you you've traveled around. You've been a journeyman. You're here entering this point. You're at you're at what would some consider the peak part of your career, right? Where you're playing top notch level football. Um, yeah. So, where do you feel your biggest struggle has been on and off the field? Um, and 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 
I really want, I, I didn't want to get too deep, right? I don't want you crying on set, but I, I, I really wanted to hear your thoughts on where, where was that biggest struggle for me for maybe some players who may watch this on YouTube, you know, a year or two from now that's going through the same journey. Okay. Well, being honest, guys, if y'all are asking me this question and I need to answer it, honestly, out um, on the field, um, not being a student of the game early in my career, not taking the lessons that I learned in college in high school and applying it to my professional career. Um, but that that's that's on the field. Off the field, I need y'all to listen to me, bro. Off the field, my biggest struggle has been trusting other people, trusting another man's word. You never do that. You always do what you feel like you need to do to lock in whatever it is that you lock. You need whatever the situation is, you need to lock that in yourself. Don't sit up here and say, okay, well, he told me this. He told me that. I'm just going to keep my head down and keep doing this and keep doing that. No. You need to put yourself in positions to make things happen, like market yourself, promote yourself, make yourself a brand. That way it's almost damn near impossible for them to tell you no. And then whenever you build a fan base around yourself, with Arena, we all know, hey, you build a fan, a fan base, teams keep you. Like it's hard to get rid of somebody that has a fan base around them because that's what the fans want. So, and and we know this now, you know, that's what all these leagues are heading towards. All these leagues are heading towards, we want guys that have fan bases, that have, you know, they're either a staple in their community or they just have a, a surrounding, a following around them that, you know, people just want to be associated with them, you know. So, I mean, just look at it like this. You got leagues like the Fan Control Football League now. No, not to it. I got one, I got two or three buddies that play in that league, but that's just saying, like, literally, that's where we're heading now. It's fan control. You know, it's a, it's a, a football a football world that's ran by the fans now. It's not necessarily talent all the time. It's just ran by the fans. So one one of the coolest aspects, and I, I really like the fan control thing. I think you're right, right? That's a future is that there's going to be more yeah. interaction between those in the stands and those on the field. I, I really think um, there was a, a an idea that was put out there for um, – you know, shout out to BCMG. They supported me on this yeah. two years ago. Um, that that fan or FanDuel DraftKings had put out their contest, like what would be a great iconic game. And one of the games I had I had uh, pushed forward was um, having fans determine what next plays were and getting points on gamifying it and building your yeah. rankings like that for like who's the best coach out there oh, that wow. would be doing yeah. things in real time yeah. situation. Yeah. I actually made the top ten in the nation. We are actually invited to a, an analytics conference and everything. Yeah, we we made the top. They ended up going with something that was completely different, that was easier for them to invest yeah, into. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't didn't stop them from taking the idea, right? That was part of the contest. So who knows if that comes up? I won't get war royalties because I was part of that contest. But you know that's but, just the way it is. yeah, bro. You know, uh, you know it is. it's just the it's way a, it happens to us guys. We had an uh, idea but, that we saw in this contest. Right, that, right. Yeah, I'll be keeping tabs. I'll, I'll never forget <laughs> college. Uh, I remember in college, I came up with a track, a player tracking system. I was in another contest, and it was about right. um, putting chips inside the cleats and then tracking uh, your stats, how far you're running. Sure enough, this like was back the Apple in, Watch. In, this was back in 2009. Sure enough, 2012, 13, Nike's rolling out those cleats with the the chips in them that track your distance. So you know what? It's just I, I blame Apple at this point. They're just listening to all of my ideas and sending it out to everybody. Yeah. And, and, and they're ruining it for me. Anyways, well, let me get off my soapbox. Uh, but but uh, I appreciate you being honest and real like that. I think I, there was a comment from Coach that said, uh, you make it happen. Don't depend on others to do it for you. That, that's, exactly. that hits home. That's exactly. right there. Like, that's exactly that, what I realized. Trust me. I When I realized that, I said, I got you. No worries. 
trust me, when I realized it was all on me to get it done, no worries. When I realized, okay, bro, just because you came, because my, my my situation was, okay, Zim, you came out of a small school, you went to a pro day, you got an NFL and a CFL certified agent. You don't know what you're doing. Like, you're just kind of going through the, the motions, really. Like, honestly, bro, thinking, all right, man, I'm in this draft. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. In all reality, I wasn't in the draft. I didn't sign a draft contract back in cut. Like, so I'm just sitting there, bro. And it's like, bro, all this stuff you think that you're going through, you have to be walked through. When guys are in Division One schools, there's a whole process that they're walked through after the end of the season of their senior year. You're walked through how to sign an agent, pick an agency, what for training facility, and that's all worked out through your agency. Like, bro, it just it. There's so much that you don't know when you go to a small school that you have to get figured out on your own that it's almost damn near impossible to get done if you don't have somebody in your circle, if you don't know where to look. You got to have somebody. And if you don't, you just lost. You're just going through the ranks thinking that you know what's going on. All right. I have one last last fun question for you, Zim, and then we're going to go to general NFL headlines and we're all going to dissect and debate each other. So here it is, right? You've met so many football players. You've seen them all coming out. You've you've traveled internationally now and played. Yeah. Have you met a better state of building football players than Texas? I claim to everybody, Texas is the best at creating and manifesting football players. Do you disagree? And if you do, which state have you found that players are more ready than Texas? I don't know, man. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm not even. This is not even being biased. This is being realistic, bro. This is this is what a head, a headline says. This. This isn't Zim Williams saying. You can go look it up. So <laughs> they said, whenever you play, and this is just high school. You ready for this? Whenever you play Texas State High School football, that is the closest thing to Division One football that you can get. Now, you tell me, if that's the high school level, What else do you think we can do within our city, within our communities? We breed football, bro. Like, that's what we do. Like, they already said, if you can get your name built in the D- in DFW, Texas alone, then you can go to any other state, bro, and you're good. There you go. That's breaking news right there on uh, on ITL. Be- Texas is the best at building football players. Eric's laughing, and and TJ doesn- can't say anything but agree. Um, and and I-, I completely understand that, right? I completely understand that. Uh, Miles Garrett, A and M product. I mean, it just makes sense at this point. Uh, Bro, we can go this. There's a list. We won't get on that list because there's other states that got guys. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Oh my god. We won't talk Baker, like, Baker Mayfield. Like, Missis- like Mississippi. Like, bro, Mississippi. They got some guys. They got a couple I, I of guys. The, the, the big – okay, so I, I think somebody said Ohio right now, right? Ohio is one. That's, okay, perfect. Ohio got a lot of guys. Surprise, surprise. Right? Ohio is one. West Coast. Lu- Louisiana, California, Florida, all yeah, claim Florida, states. Alabama. Yeah, Alabama, no, we know about the Alabamas, the Floridas, the Texas. Yeah, we you know we know about the, the Alabama, Florida, so, Texas. Yeah. And, and sure, there might be some bias on this show. You know, there might be some bias because we're on uh, – <laughs> Coach well, Venus has denied There's one state that I've never heard anybody here. say. There's, there's one state that I didn't hear anybody say at all, bro. But I know Georgia. why. Alaska. I mean, no. no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, New York. I, New York. I, had yeah, a, that, I was going to say. New York's, New York's a good York. one. I, uh, You know, and, and for a state not, that doesn't really 
they're not a football state, but they put out a lot of products. So that True. there's the you know they have a lot of guys, you know. So True. they're one of the biggest is states it, in the world. But like, <laughs> Zim, I really appreciate you coming on here and, and diving into an interview. And I, I, it wasn't too too into the heart part, right? But I, I definitely want to yeah. hear those takes on the NFL right now. Um, and thank you so much for for digging in deep and having some fun with us so far on this show. TJ's ready. TJ's ready to talk headlines. We're gonna go right into Tyreek Hill news. Before we do that, though, guys. Um, I definitely want you guys to take a look. If you're interested in being a sports scientist, doesn't take much. All you got to do is DM me, add into the lab pod, or come to our website, www.bluecollarmg.com, and sign up. But in case you didn't know what that entails, let's roll this clip and then go right into NFL headlines. Happy Thursday, y'all. Happy Thursday. I'm your host, Andrew Kahn. This is the Boomtown Pod. Add into the lap pod is where you're watching today's stream. It is Blue Collar Game Day. I am your host. That's right. Better together. The 2022 slogan for BCMG. Come join the group. Come join the family. And guys, we're about to get heated as we're starting not with Tyreek Hill. Well, you know what? Let's go Tyreek Hill first. That's right. Cheetah is going to the waters of Miami. He says, I'm going back home. Tyreek Hill is making his way back to the Dolphins. I'm going to start with TJ on this one. Uh, TJ seemed to be all about Tyreek Hill. That's his iconic player. So TJ. No, no. My favorite, my favorite player ever is Lawrence Tyler. Oh, there you go. Okay, so all, <laughs> yeah, all time, yeah, Lawrence, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. of course. Uh, but you are you a fan of Tyreek heading to Miami? It seems like Miami's loading up for a run here. Are you a fan of it? The top three receivers that Miami got that same, I think the slowest one is like a four three seven. Tyreek with the fastest with a four two nine, and Miami traded five draft picks. Every year is like a first or second pick, and I think they traded three for twenty twenty two. So they expect Tyreek to come in and just. 1,000-yard receiver, 15-20 touchdown. He got a lot of expectations for him. Miami still has a first this year and next year, which is crazy that they gave up first and still are going to have first, right, even with Tyreek coming. Um, But, okay, so you're mentioning times, right? You got Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson, Devontae Parker for now, Mike Gusecki. You've got a backfield in in Edmonds and – is Gaskin still there? Probably. Uh, I, I'm. I want to make. Anyway, Edmonds. They're loaded, right? Right now with weapons around Tua. Are mm-hmm. we sold on Tua? And do you like the fit, Zim? How are you feeling about the fit there with Tua and all these weapons? I'm not gonna lie, man. I mean, the weapons are amazing, bro. But it's just the mm-hmm. you gotta you have to be able to rely on your quarterback a little bit. That's all. Waddle. Neo's getting somebody waddle, 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 waddle. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great weapons, bro. But it's just the quarterback. I don't. I don't even know if the quarterback is the problem, bro. It may be the the front seven. It may. It may be the front five. You know, the front five that they have the problem on. But it's just we got to see. I guess it's more consistency, bro. 
before because weapons don't mean anything, bro. It, it's more of a consistency thing. You see, once again, bro, I'm gonna play devil's advocate, bro. We had all the weapons in the league. Cowboys had all the weapons in the league, bro. We giving up weapons, bro. We're giving them up. We're giving up Amari. We're giving up Sid. Come on, bro. We're giving up weapons. Like, so it, it doesn't I'm matter. I'm excited to talk Cowboys for sure in just a moment. Um, uh, Luke Hardo, one of our other sports scientists commenting on here, um, couldn't make it in today, but he says Armstead signing was huge for the line. Yeah. That is that is a yeah. big signing for them, right? got to protect the QB. I'm not sold on Tua, so who oh, knows? That's who the knows? question mark, bro. Give it this yeah. year. Thanks for Amari. <laughs> yeah, thanks for Amari again from Coach. Uh, I'm not sold on Tua. Now, Eric, you, you, we I don't think you like this trade. We, we, had, we I've, I've, I get the vibes. You're not a big fan of it. I'm not, and okay. it's just they gave up too much. And but they, they're gonna get, they're gonna get something back. I think Parker's gone by the end of the week, if not early next week. There's right. no way he's gonna be. There's gonna be no way he's gonna be a number three receiver, especially with Gasecki being there. He's not gonna get any more touches. So, well, who does he go to? There's two teams. Uh, Green Bay is for sure, and then I think Dallas. I think Dallas needs needs a wide receiver. Oh my gosh! I'm We're gonna saying. talk about that in just a moment. No, but... no, 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 no. Here's the thing. He's right, bro. But here's the thing. Listen to me. Please hear me out. Hear me out. I've already said how it's about to go for Dallas. I've already said <laughs> it. I've already said that they're in the and it's in writing, bro. And you can go back to the last podcast. As a matter of fact, I said it on. I said it there, bro. And they did it the next day. The Cowboys are gonna get rid of Amari and get a fifth or a sixth rounder. They're not getting anything else. They're going to get somebody that's young, hungry, that they don't have to pay that much. That's what they're going to do. See, I'm, t- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take what you just said right there, and I'm going to agree with it, but I'm going to say he's already on the roster. But I'm going to tell you who that is in just a moment. Before we do that, I like what Luke is saying, that that pick, that pick package was for Deshaun. I, I almost agree with that completely, and that didn't yeah. work out, so they moved to another stud, and they go to Tyreek. Um, but let's let's move on. Let's talk about Deshaun Watson, since that's a good segue there. Deshaun Watson going to Cleveland. I'm gonna start with TJ again because TJ, this is this is TJ's team here, and coach is definitely gonna weigh in. We obviously know that. But Watson still hasn't had that final civil suitcase done yet, right? He gets all this guaranteed money. Cleveland was very sneaky with this, but I love it. Only one million next year. So if he doesn't play, that's all you lose is one million. That's that's a tremendous offer for Watson. But, TJ, I need to know from the fan view over there, are you excited about Deshaun or are you worried about the perception that comes with Deshaun? Well, I've been I've – been, first, I've been seeing what Brad Ward and um, Jeff, some dude, Jeff, they do Browns wire. I've been seeing what they've been saying. Everybody in Cleveland says it's a good trade. It's good, but it's like Deshaun ain't played in like a season and a half. So it's like, is he going to come back with the same – the same energy like he had in Texas. That's basically that's what we worry about. But he got Amari. He still got Chubb and Hunt. I don't know if Landry coming back, but if Landry do come back, he's still good. He he. We yeah. gonna see what he can do. Let's say he has got Peoples Jones, who's actually an up and comer. Yeah, Landry is solid, bro. Yes, sir. Landry bring back Landry. Listen, Man, I said bring back. I'm gonna call you guys the Cleveland Cowboys. This is ridiculous. I got no, listen, Hey, hey, listen, comment. bro. One thing I'm not gonna do. Hey, listen. I'm a Cowboys fan, but I am also a. I'm a player's player, bro. When it's a player uh-huh. that I know got skills, I'm gonna ride for him. That's why I say, bro. 
People gotta stop trying to play my boy Jarvis Landry, bro. I'm not he playing Jarvis. I said Jarvis good. He the truth, bro. Stop playing my boy Jarvis. Pay the man. the quarterback. He he the quarterback. Yes, okay, so bro. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this. If, you if saw him Landry, in Miami. Landry was great in Miami. Landry made his name in Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Parker may want out of Miami. Parker may want a fresh start. Don't say it. Maybe uh, there's a squawk. Landry's fast. They seem to like fast there in Miami, right? That, 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 that seems... You talking about that swap? Oh, no. That, <laughs> it wouldn't work. So, it so won't work for Jarvis. It works for Jarvis, but it doesn't work. Money-wise. Mm-hmm. But he'll get less than, what, 50 catches with that? Yeah, bro. Jarvis would be in a bad spot. Another, hey, It's going to really be another OBJ, spot. you know? Hey, I'm gone. I'm gonna yeah, go sign with the bat. team. But here's the thing: yeah, though, another, is a another, another free agent, not signed. Yeah, OBJ. Jarvis is a role player, bro. He doesn't have to be the head honcho. He doesn't care about that. Like he's he he's not a he doesn't care about all that. He's not like his boy Odell. Odell does want to. I'll take I'm a Terrell. Being... I'll take a Terrell Owens tenure from OBJ any day in Dallas. You can come listen to me, OBJ, anytime. Um, okay. Hold on, I got, I got one more question. What time? What? One more, one more. What time? Oh, uh, y'all think go pick up Baker? So that, that's a good conversation. I, I had that listed, but then I went Robert Woods. We could talk about it though. So, so right, where does Baker go? Right, because obviously he wants to be traded. I think it all depends on if Watson's going to be suspended four games or if he's suspended a season. Then you're going to ride Baker for a season, right? And you're going to say, okay, we'll yeah. get you somewhere next off season. So we may this may be all for naught. But if Watson gets four games, right? If the civil suits go away or it doesn't, nothing comes out from it. Where does Baker go? There's there's some options, right? There's Seattle. There's Houston. Uh, there's definitely Tampa. I I have I have an opinion here. Okay, I think, let's hear it. I, I think I think he's gonna do the same thing as Marcus Mariota did. Be a second string somewhere. He might go to Denver. Be behind. <laughs> be uh, behind Russ. Stay there for a year or two, and just wait it out. He needs he needs what? to step back a little bit. He's not he's not QB one. He's not QB one, and he would fail miserably in Texas. Okay. I, agree. I agree with you. I here's the thing, but here's the I'm gonna play devil's advocate. This is what I say. I agree with you in saying that he plays backup somewhere, right? But here's the kicker, bro. I think he stays right there in Cleveland and takes the back seat to Deshaun Watson for one year and then gets out of there. Why leave when you already embedded in the community, bro? You're doing commercials. You got all this stuff going on, bro. Like why leave when you already got this going on? Keep because it for he- another year and get out of there. Oof. Nope. Nobody. I, I, don't, I don't think Baker will ever take Baker a back seat. I don't think he'll take a back seat. I think wherever he he's he starting. Bro, Baker doesn't have a choice right now. There's exactly. not really many quarterbacks you can go take a spot from Baker. Let's be honest. Like exactly. he could go to New York and be, and be the starter in New York. I I think Dana Dimes would be better. Oh, Danny Two Nichols? No way. No way. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's go to the comments. We have some interesting stuff. Antonio Brown tweeted he wants to go to. Okay, stop. All right. You, you can laugh, but the dark horse is the 49ers. They don't want Jimmy, and Trey ain't ready. I don't know. I, I think they're kind of. Well, I Trey. think Trey is ready, bro. I don't think so. I don't think Trey's ready. Think not, Trey not, ready bro. not in that division. No, I say, yeah. I say we go through OTAs and everything and see how everything plays out, bro. But I think yeah. he's going to be ready. A five-win yeah. team right there. Baker's you go and never let that happen. I completely agree, Coach. I'm with you. Yeah, 
I, I don't know. I just don't see Baker taking the back seat. I, I know maybe that, that seems like the only thing he should be doing, but I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't sound right. So, so Julio gets lost. Matty Ice goes to Indianapolis. Rumors Julio may be signing in Indy, but we're going to go over that next week in case that comes to fruition. Let's talk Robert Woods. Robert Woods, in a surprise trade at the time, gets traded to Tennessee, and then moments later, Allen Robinson is signed in Los Angeles. So a, a reason for getting rid of it, definitely contract-related for Robert Woods. Um, that's the reason he's gone. But guys, Tennessee was a one-seed last year, similar to the Cowboys, very unfortunately lost their first game in the playoffs. Do we see um, Robert Woods impact the Tennessee, keeping them at that same level, or do we feel they kind of drop off um, with the other uh, roster departures? And, and Eric, I'll start with you on this one. I think that's a great pickup for Tennessee, if I'm being honest. Uh, he's fast. He has hands. I mean, don't get me wrong. And when Henry went out, they didn't have nobody. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, right? Brown was hurt. I mean, who do they have? So I think this is a great pickup, but. On the Rams, I think that's hurt. That hurts a lot. I mean, Robinson isn't good. He's, he's, he's wide receiver two material. I mean, I haven't seen anything from him in the past two years. I mean, that's going to hurt. I mean, yeah, you have a quarterback finally, right? You have a quarterback, but I'm really curious to see how he's going to do that. Yeah, I mean, you say they didn't have anybody. They had Texas legend Deontay Foreman back there, so watch yourself. But um, <laughs> let's go. Let's go over to TJ. TJ, uh, how do you feel about the? Uh, the Robert Woods trade. I think Robert Woods only go do good if Derrick Henry get injured. Because the, the Titans is like a run team. All they do is run, run. Okay, they like a run, run, play action, short pass, run, run, run. So, so you said what? Oh, the, oh so it depends. It depends on if it depends on how Derrick Henry go. Like if if he go, is Derrick Henry gonna get injured or? They just gonna become a play action team. That's what I'm saying. That's what I think. Yeah, I completely understand that. Zim, from your professional opinion, is Robert Woods fit like a glove, or is this a a, a home run home run shot from Tennessee? I mean, in all reality, bro, like you're you're bringing in another receiver that can stretch the field, so that mm-hmm. way you can get more of a run bat a run pass balance. So. That's really what you're trying to set up, bro. So they're trying to set it up to where, like, basically, to be honest, they're setting it up to what y'all are saying. They're trying to set it up so that Henry can be successful. Like, they're trying to balance it back out. It's all leaning on him right now. So they're trying to balance it out, bro. They're trying to open him up a little bit more. So that's why they are bringing in a a, a field stretcher like Robert Woods, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not a possession guy. He's a, hey, bro, I need you to run this nine route really quick. I need you to run this post route. I need you to run this deep 15-yard corner. Take that safety with you. Take that line. Go across the middle. Take that linebacker with you because you got to respect his speed, bro. You got to respect his physical attributes and his talent. So that's a good piece of of a puzzle that they're bringing in. But Derrick Henry may not see it that way. Honestly, he may see it as, okay, well, this is me losing carries. Yeah, your carries Mm -hmm. may go your carries are going to go down, but the yardage per carries are going to go up. Right. And that's what's going to matter. Fellow I, fellow sports scientist Luke Cardo says they are teetering now on an aging team and trying to still be competitive. It's them and Indy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's true for very AFC good. South that really doesn't have anybody else fighting. And in they're both run-based true. teams. They're both run-based <laughs> teams. Indy from as a well. Fantasy, from a fantasy perspective, both Woods and, uh, and, and uh, Henry, this is what happens for me. It goes down just slightly, right? It goes down just slightly. It's it, it doesn't help both of them that they're there. But if one's out, 
stock rises, right? Stock rises. Because you got a little on. You can have both, and you can you can balance it out with both. But when one's not there, you have to lean on the other. Because yeah. fellow Texas A&M product Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback. I, I, we'll just get off that debate. But let's. Well, we're, just, let's we're not going. Right? <laughs> wow, wow. Well, we're embedded in the NFL all over, bro. It's okay. Not to mention the uh, Austin area product Matthew Stafford won a championship. Anyways, we'll just keep going. Uh, let's let's talk Dallas Cowboys before we we hit our next segment with basketball. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Is Dallas better or worse after their offseason acquisitions? Shout out to in-studio producer Rachel Gonzalez for the uh, water because she heard me coughing. Uh, <laughs> oh, I appreciate that, Rich. Um, yeah, so is Dallas better or worse? I I have my debates on this, and I have my opinion. I'm going to go last, of course. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Zim. We, we got heated on this topic, okay? Um, and, and the name I wanted to bring up before I go to you is James Washington. All right, James Washington, signed by Dallas, young receiver. He fits the slot. He's got that hunger. He was featured a lot in Pittsburgh when there were when there were injuries. He did well, mm-hmm. and now he's going to a Dallas system that loves the slot, and he's fast. I think that they already got their guy, and he was cheaper than probably what Amari and CD would have been together as a package. So, yep, that's my that's my arguing point as to why I'm not really worried about the receiver core, but. We should always be marketing for more talent, right? So making my pitches to OBJ and everybody come over here and Tony Brown. You guys should all come. I'll, 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 well, I'll find you a spot. Anyways, but Zim, going to you. I'll stop talking. Is Dallas better or worse? Um, I'd say that honestly, bro, with the moves that we've made this, this offseason, I'd say that we haven't teetered towards good nor worse. I'd say we, we balance ourselves back out to where we need to be. We are still going to be – a very high regular season team. And then we're going to be a team where you're going to have to watch out for us in the off season and in the postseason. So I feel like we're going to be a, once again, 12 and five team, depending on how our schedule lays up, depending on who we play when we play them, because you know how we are just being playing devil's advocate, just being, <laughs> just being honest, depending on who we're playing on Thanksgiving, we might have some problems, but <laughs> it's just, we, Bro, I don't think we beat the Lions on Thanksgiving ever, have we? I think we have, bro. <laughs> exactly. So I, just... I, I, I update the headline for you. That way you can understand your position on this. But anyways, that's to, that's for it to be not. Uh, uh, Eric, you, you had a difference of opinion, too. You said uh, the Cowboys have gotten worse, in your opinion. <laughs> Uh, but, you said they're the, the bottom feeders of the league. I don't want to put words in your mouth. That's just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, tell us, why, why do you feel the Cowboys have gotten worse? I mean, straight to Zim's point, I mean, I felt like you guys made changes, but I don't think it's nothing significant enough that it'll get you guys past the first round. Um, no disrespect. I see the Cowboys being 10 and 7. I don't see them being 12 and 5. Um, you guys need Elliot to be back where he was before. Mm. Um, Elliot isn't there. I think this is Elliot's last year. Get him out of there. I think he's just straight negativity, if I'm being honest, and get another running back. He's not do- he's not producing anything for you guys. But I'm curious to see what's going to happen, you know. You're right, Ernest. Hey, OPJ, we got- come come through, you know. Hey, everyone. Honey um, Badger. Exactly. No. Honey yeah. Badger, yeah. No, I OBJ, listen, bro. I'm not going to lie, bro. I would rather pick up another defensive piece than get another. We can lean on our, t- our tight ends. Jarwin and Schultz, bro. We can lean on them more. Like, bro, but once they figure out the system, the you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to be nice, hard. Baby. 
T- TJ, you, TJ, you, you got no skin in the game, but I'm going to ask you anyways, right? Dallas. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to ask you. So, so has Dallas gotten better or worse? And I'm going to go over my piece. I think Dallas is going to be like heavy on your defense because I see in the uh, offseason, y'all saw a lot of your defensive players back. Offensive wise, I think y'all just need to become a pass team. I think y'all still focus on the Zeke. Like, like, um, what's your name? Oh, dude, up top. Uh, Eric? Yeah, Eric, like Eric said. I think y'all, y'all need to quit worrying about pacifying yeah, Zeke and just start yeah. throwing it. Like, y'all just need to start throwing the ball. But y'all go to like, Dallas is going to be like heavily on their defense. That's why I was really hoping that, uh, that we would lose our offensive coordinator, but we're not we're not going to get into that debate too much. Fix your head uh, coach. I was hoping somebody <laughs> would be dumb enough to take him. Um, but the, bro, the head, bro, the head coach, the 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 offensive coordinator, none of that matters, bro. Y'all gonna shoot me? Y'all gonna shoot me for saying this? But get rid of the goddamn GM, shit. Yeah, they got to sell the team for that. They got to sell the team for that. Here's here's my only three hats. Get rid of him, bro. I, doing I think much, the bro. offensive. I think the offensive line is taking a hit for Dallas. I think that's the only thing that's gotten worse. Yeah. Once they sign uh, Dicker the kicker from Texas in this in in draft Dicker the kicker uh, from UT. If you don't know who that is, go look him up. He's clutch. He's a Longhorn. Right, he'll bro. be he'll be the he'll be the kicker for the Dallas Cowboys. Promise. He's like the next Justin Tucker. Anyways, He's really good. Yeah, he is very good. Yeah. So once they sign him, Dallas, the special teams will be back. Brian Anger is back. Uh, I think Dallas is going to be just fine. Everybody's upset that Randy Gregory's lost. If you look up Dorrance Armstrong's numbers compared to Randy Gregory, they're exactly alike, and they're $15 million cheaper. Yes, please. So I would take that in a, in a heartbeat. Um, so And he's younger by five years. So, again, all day. Uh, Stephen Jones emphasized that if he had a, a, you know, a crystal ball, if he could tell the future, it would be that they would invest on their team and then look outside later. He did exactly that. He kept everything internal, brought in a couple pieces that were needed, He'll get the rest of the draft. The wide receiver class, we've talked about it quite a bit, is stacked this year for college football. Mm-hmm. So if you we're they're about 20 deep that could be starters in this league, in my opinion, in this draft. So if you're Dallas and you try to find one in the third or fourth, doesn't hurt, right? To trade up or to find one that, that fits the system. It it doesn't hurt to have a fourth option there. But um, you have guys like James Washington, CD, and Gallup gonna be returning. Gallup will be ready week one. And then you have you have uh, was it Noah Brown still on your still on your bench, and so you have a lot of options for you. So for Dallas, for me, it's it's is Dak healthy? That's the big thing. Is that shoulder going to be a hundred percent? That's the big thing for me. And Zeke Pollard looks great. So if Zeke ends up being a, a mid a mid year trade, then so be it. But you, if you need to ride Zeke, I, I'd be a little bit more worried about that if I'm the Dallas Cowboys or anything. Um, but that's my that's my take. And the strength of schedule is thirty first in the league. They're gonna be twelve and five or better. That's just, really, yeah. They're bro, they're not gonna be bad this year. Listen, it, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Somebody disagreed with me earlier because they were like, they said, "Oh, bro, you're paying Dak all this money. You want him to take a back seat? It's not taking a back seat. It's competing, bro." And I wish they would do this in the NFL so much, bro. But they don't. They don't allow guys to compete. I wish that they would make Dak Prescott compete for his spot weekly, just because you pay a man yeah. that much money. Does not mean get comfortable. That means nothing. The only problem that I have with Dak, bro, we could be 13 and four instead of 12 and five. But coming off the bye week, when you had an opportunity to get in the get in the weight room, get on the field, get in, get in the the, the film room and do what you needed to do, you didn't. 
and it showed when you came back out and you played because of how you played. It showed that you was, please excuse me, you sat on your ass, bro. You didn't do nothing. You enjoyed your two weeks off. I get it. But $60 million, come on. Yep. That's what bothers me is I get that player perspective, right? Because for me, it's like, oh, yeah, they're supposed to be rusty coming off the buy, right? Like, what are you talking about? No. You're like, no, you're not. No, you're watching you're the wrong not, football bro. team. Damn it. I That's, been not the professional. That's not professional at all to come off of a bye week rusty. You had two weeks to prepare. And yep. I'd like this. I'd like everybody to tell me when you look at the NFC and all the players that have left to the AFC, because Luke brings up a good point, and I'm glad he brought it back because I never would have <laughs> come back to it. We all can agree it's the AFC or the NFC this year. Absolutely. I think the yeah, AFC yeah. is way more talented than the mm-hmm. NFC this year. Can you yeah, name maybe. me four better teams than the Cowboys in the NFC right now? Hang on. All around football teams. Name me four better teams. Are you I, And I'll give you two. I will give you the Rams. Yeah. And I will give you the 49ers. That's it. If the Saints didn't have salary cap problems, I'll say the Saints. With what quarterback? Ian Book. I mean, come on. No. <laughs> I don't think Jamie's that bad. I just I think oh, Jamie's be having. <laughs> I just think I just think all around football team, the Saints defense isn't as good as the Cowboys. So and you're... I take Dak over Jameis. So, so I don't know any. And if you want to say the Cardinals, I may give you a shot with the Cardinals, but again, it's a punter's chance. I forgot. Nah, that's not a punter's chance, bro. That's actually. I'm gonna be real. I'm a Cowboys fan, and if I had to pick another team, bro, it would either yeah, it, it'd be them or yeah, no. But, but you see, but you see, that's <laughs> just three. I need one more. Yeah, you can't Green name Bay, me another. Green Bay's better. Green Bay's better. Green Bay's uh-huh. better. No, Green Bay's better. Green Bay is only better. Green Bay is not better on paper. Green Bay is better situationally. Yeah, like they're but more they're, clip. I agree. I agree. Green Bay yeah, is I better. And, but, pers- and personally, personally, Green Bay, San Francisco are not as good as the Cowboys. Personally, I don't believe that. When you but, put talent against talent, apples against apples, yeah, they're not. Because talent, but when you put team against team, general against general, yeah, you got to be real. Okay. We haven't even talked Tampa yet, um, but Tampa, Tampa, Tampa would be another one you could name. So, Rams, so Luke Dallas. has Rams, Tampa, Dallas in that order for him. I'm similar. I have Dallas third best in the NFC uh, with with the Rams and Tampa ahead. Um, but really? Really? I didn't have, have anybody Bay. else. I have Green Bay as fifth. Whoa. Well, who do you have? Let me, let me ask some questions real quick. Talked, all, technically, there's six. I, I actually have all the teams ahead of them that, that we're talking about. You remember earlier you were saying about Dak getting all that money and he need to compete for his um, uh, compete for his fight. Well, you, do yeah. you think Aaron Rodgers need to since he just signed what hundred and eighty four million dollars deal? Listen, bro. I say anybody that bro, if you haven't been through it before, then you wouldn't know. Like anybody that is playing and has a starting job, bro, you need to be competing mm-hmm. for your spot week in and week out. Or let me not say that. Let me not say that. Let me say this. Coaches should shake things up and rattle the cages whenever they see that a quarterback is not on point or a player is not on point. You should make them compete for their spot, bro. Like, I don't care if you're a starter, if you're making 100 million, 60 million, I don't care what you're making, bro. At the end of the day, the organization is on the line and the face 
or the name of the organization is on the line, bro. And the only thing that controls that is what we talked about, and that's the fans. So you go out there. It's just like getting on Yelp, bro. You go out there. <laughs> you go out there, bro. You already know if you go if you go to you get on Yelp, you hit up a restaurant, you don't like their service, you put a bad review, they're gonna automatically kill their business, bro. It's just like that. You put a bad product out on the field, bro. You get talked about, and in the NFL, the world talks about you. This ain't like us just talking here right now with us for it. On so, a live, no. So I do have a quick question. Who's your Who's your five best teams in the AFC? AFC? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that that's that's a whole nother segment. We're not going to jump into that, <laughs> but I, I will. Say the AFC is stacked. There are nine yeah. very good teams in the AFC now, and it is. I don't even know who's going to come out of the AFC East. Like that's that's such a big toss up for me. Because Miami, Buffalo, and New England are all very good. And the AFC West, even more difficult to talk yep. about. Has seven teams, and I haven't even gone to the other two the other two divisions yet. Like and that's catch us next week. That's <laughs> catch us next week. That's a good debate. <laughs> do y'all feel, um, before we close it out, bro, do y'all feel that that I'm a this is a real question, guys. Don't laugh at me when I ask this. All right, you ready? Do y'all feel Colin Kaepernick will finally get a chance because he's working out again? No. Well, I wish no. he'd back up in Dallas <laughs> and get back to no. competition. I, I wish I wish he'd come back. I wish he'd come back. I'm not gonna You know you know where he'll fit perfectly, right? Like him going back to San Fran again, maybe come That's the there. only place I can see that man playing because of the style of play, bro. That's it. Like, oh, I, like I don't see I like him like playing nowhere else. Too, yeah, I was gonna oh, say Seattle as well. He could play in um um what's we call in um Tennessee. I can see that too. And and please, I pray no ill will to anybody. But if Davis Mills gets hurt, please come to Houston. Like I'd love to just see him pick up a team. You know, hey, it's not that team. Hey, I'm Team Millie. I mean, come on, uh, Davis Millie, Mills yeah. the future. That's the uh, that's the curse of uh, Tyrod Taylor, right? Everybody oh, man, who yeah. right after him ends up being a star in this league. So Davis exactly. Mills. Exactly. All right, guys. Before we go into our pick six segment, which is March Madness related. Uh, I just got to tell you guys, you may not know this, but the BCMG stream team is up in force. We are officially 20 months into this thing. So let's roll their clip and then we'll go right into some NCAA picks and then tell you guys good luck. All right, roll it. And then you can access your stream deck with your mind. <laughs> Dim our key lights, bro. <laughs> Connect to your stream deck via catheter. <laughs> oh, yo, clip that. Clip that headshot. On the ladder. You got both of them. One more down. Finisher. Yo, no fucking way. Let's go. Yo, that guy in the heli. He was all the way across the map. <laughs> I think they've shut the door on these days, bro. No. Oh my god. That flick. That's bad.
See? A footprint. Oh, yeah. oh my! Did you just die? No, someone fucking walked into the room that I was in as I was about to walk out and scared the fuck. But Did I you yell? Beautiful, 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 beautiful. The BCMG stream team, go check them out. Twitch.tv as well as Facebook Gaming. Guys, we're in the last part of our segment. We're going right into round two. The tournament challenge is on. We had 575 entries to our tournament challenge. Guys, thank you for showing out. Good luck to all of you. I know Reg, who's a, who used to be a streamer with us uh, constantly every week, is in ninth place. and He's the most projected point, so we're excited for him. Hopefully he rings that back and, and runs the table. Um, but, of course, this is brought to you by BetUS, where you can use code BCMG and get 125% matched on your deposit. That's right. BetUS. Go check out BetUS um, and do your bets. That's where all of tonight's bets are. And if we look at an NBA scoreboard, uh, the Nets have really screwed our parlay tonight. They did not win tonight. Uh, but the Rockets are hanging tough, and the uh, the uh, Celtics pulled off for us. So we got a couple of straight bets that are going well. Let's do the tournament challenge. Guys, we had some upsets round rounds one and two. We have some crazy high seeds still in it, um, and, and our bracket's not doing too well. But let's talk about the first matchup of this weekend. And, uh, again, the pick six challenge is just for Zim. We call it the pick six because that's what we like to see him do is pick six. So let's do it. Um, our BCMG guarantee will go around. How it works is we're all going to pick a winner, right? You can give a quick analysis if you'd like. doesn't even have to have any bias on it. Maybe you just like the school. And then if we all have the same pick, it's a BCMG guarantee. We do a parlay together, and we give the winnings to our community. All right, here we go. Villanova versus Michigan, the number 11 Michigan. Juwan Howard, former Houston Rocket Juwan Howard. That's not what he's known for, but that's what he is. Uh, he is leading his Michigan squad against a very tough number two Villanova, the first game of this week. And Eric, who you got? I got Villanova, money line. Villanova, money line straight up there. Zim. I'm going with Juwan Howard's bad boys back with his Michigan. The Money run line? continues for Michigan Money with Zim. Line. TJ. That's a, yeah, yeah. He, I got to go I'm, with him. I'm, go, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I only watched a little bit of uh, March Madness, but the Perfect. little I have seen, I'm going to go with Juwan Howard. Oh, we got another <laughs> Michigan pick. Let's go, bro. He bad boy. He played. Come on, man. You know what? It's, it's, look, bro, it's I'm written a, in the stars. It's written in the stars. You guys are hyping me up. I'm You guys are hyping me up. I'm Michigan all the way now. Let's go. Let's <laughs> oh, go. We're going no, Michigan it's, here. It's written in the stars, bro. The man is back where he played it. Come on, man. Wow. You know what? Even though Eric picked again, so let's just do it. BCMG guarantee. We're going Michigan this week. Money line. <laughs> Michigan money line. Take it. Take it. That's right. Sound the alarm. BCMG guarantee. Steve's going to be rolling around not liking this segment. Let's take it to a great matchup. The blue versus red. The Cop lights you don't want to see. It's right. Duke versus Tech. And what I think is going to be a phenomenal game. Might be the game of the tournament here. Uh, Zim, I'm starting with you. Do you like the Texas team to, to come out on top? Or is this is this Coach K's final game? Or is, is Duke going to continue riding? I have to go with Duke, man, just because it's traditional. They're, this is something that they do every year, bro. This is like Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. This is just another game. Good pick. Good pick. TJ. I'm gonna have to go with Duke. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, another game, bro, for them, bro. Like, they do this. Like, Duke got a storyline going on yeah. throughout the tournament. <laughs> like, Coach K last year. Like, <laughs> and Texas Tech will be the Cinderella story. Yeah. Like, cool. But 
I mean, hey, bro, yeah, you gotta, you just gotta give it, homage to tradition. In studio producer Rachel is saying Texas Tech. You already know that. I know. I know, Rach. I know. I want to. Matter of fact, I'll be rooting for them. I'm hey, taking Duke I'm taking to win Duke this game. To win this game. I'm picking Duke bad, bro. because Morning, I want to see the rematch of Duke Gonzaga. I'd like that to be Coach K's final yeah. game, and I like exactly. I like the Zags to to win out and win finally, right? With Coach K leaving, anyways. Whole another thing I'd like to do a storyline on, but we have a BCMG heater that's three picks for Duke. Eric, uh, Texas Tech. Barely wow, won. no, 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 they barely won, but I have to go with Duke just because Duke yeah. came, out, came out victorious. Sound they- the alarm, that's right. A BCMG guarantee <laughs> two in a row, Michigan, and Zim's on it. Zim, you see that light going, everybody's waving that finger around. It's all, it's all about that. Let's let's move right over Arizona Houston in a game where you don't have to get you don't have to guess who I'm going for, uh, and this is going to be a really good game too. Arizona has a ton of talent, a ton of draft talent that we didn't really get into in today's show that we will next week. Um, TJ, I'm going to start with you. Who you got in the Cougars matchup? Like I said, I, I haven't paid much attention to it, but I hear a lot of buzz around Arizona, so I'm going to have to go with them. Okay. Zona gets the first pick from TJ. Eric. Arizona, they have way too much talent, and they're and they're the biggest team in the tourney. So, I agree. I I love two very good players on Arizona for Houston if they are in the in the lottery. Zim, don't do it. Uh oh, don't don't count the West Coast team out. Come Uh-oh. on. Uh oh, I'm not, bro. I'm not counting yeah, the West was. Coast team. Zim's bro. doing it. He wants it. He's doing Sound it. Sound the alarm. <laughs> Here's the thing, bro. Okay, so I'm wanting to play devil's advocate, bro, because it's my my Houston boys is right there sitting at number five. But at the same time, I got to be realistic, bro, and I got to go ahead and just be honest and say that Arizona has a tradition for basketball, bro, so it's going to have to be Arizona over Houston, being honest. That's three picks for Arizona. We got a heater brewing on this one. Is it going to be four in a row for the BCMG guarantee? And it is. Arizona gets that sweep. A true sweep, Arizona. (laughs) I will be rooting for Houston, right? I will be going for them, but I do think Arizona is too talented. Yeah, Yeah, bro. Like that, yeah. Just being honest. That is is, is big. Now, this is big for both organizations, but I think ultimately Arizona, it just comes down to, to history now at this point. And, and visits to the big show, and Arizona has more. Like I, I, they don't have Sean Miller anymore. That's that's the one. That's the one doubt that you you really have to to take into consideration. This is their first time going in this deep in the run with their new coach. Right. The, new so, coach, so. the, other, the other thing about playing Houston is you got to look at the thirteen minute mark. So if there's seven minutes yeah. left in the first half, any team that hasn't yeah. scored twenty five points yet on Houston has never won a game against them. So if Arizona is scoring at will, then Houston will struggle late in the game. If they're struggling in the beginning, it's a Houston-controlled game. Houston usually wins, though. So that's really the mark. So if you're live betting, which I suggest you do on this game, even though we're just not, we're going to bet it all together. Um, then if you're live betting, check out that seven-minute mark in the first half and make that bet. Let's move on to the Cinderella team and the team I absolutely hate in Purdue for taking out my Longhorns. That's right, <laughs> Purdue versus St. Peter's. St. Peter's. That little brother of school that you never thought would be here, never thought would be dancing, never even heard of, and you Googled and found out there's only 5,000 kids at their school. And so you're like, right, what are they right. doing here, right? So you have Purdue versus St. Peter's. I'm going to start off with this one. 
St. Peter's continues a Cinderella story and will be the Cinderella story team for this dance. I'm taking St. Peter's over Purdue out of spite. Eric. I want to say yes, but I don't think this is a, the Cinderella team for this tourney. They'll make it this far. In the I got Purdue. All right. We're split here. Zim. Bro, I'll be honest. They already knocked off Kentucky. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Hey, uh, come on. St. Peter's over Purdue. There you go. He's taking St. <laughs> Peter's. TJ. If they don't make it this far, I'm going to have to go with St. Peter's. Whoa. <laughs> you got three against one. St. Peter's. You got to rock with it, bro. You got to rock with You got to ride with the Cinderella. I, I I like to see them dance. At, um, least, at least right now, bro, because you got to be honest. It, it's not like they're playing Arizona. You know, it's not like they're playing Duke. You know, now they just play. Yeah, but. Granted, okay, off nights happen. I get it. Yeah. But I don't see the closer you get to the big dance. Too many more off nights happening, bro. Like, just being honest. I'll mm-hmm. I'll do I'll do this just for y'all. I'll I will take plus twelve and a half St. Peter's though. For okay. sure. I'll take twelve and a half. If you want to ring the, the bell. We will do that. Plus twelve and a half St. <laughs> Peter's. Book that in your parlays. That's right. If you keep yeah, book that plus seven and a half booking that. We're booking that. Okay. St. Peter's 12 and a half points. All right. That takes us to a natural 1-4 matchup that I kept in there because Kansas, for some, are the team to beat in this tournament. Kansas versus Providence, which is a fan favorite of the show's Providence. They love that on the ITL tournament challenge. So Kansas versus Providence. Um, I'll start this one off with me. Kansas is the Big 12 school that I think was going to represent the Big 12 conference the best. And I think that's the best the Big 12 has to offer. Providence was a team that I actually placed $20 on at plus 8000 uh, 8, just to see if they make that run, and I'm a couple wins away, so that'd be nice. Um, I am going to roll Kansas in this game. I think Kansas is overly talented. I think they're the most complete team in the tournament, and i like them to win the whole thing if Gonzaga gets knocked out. So they're my second favorite team in the tournament. I, I'm going to take Kansas to win this um, and in a spread because Providence wins close games. So if it's close, live bet, I take Providence with the points all day. Zim, how do you feel about this game? This one, man, I'm taking Providence. Oof. He's going Basketball. to roll the East Coast. I got to take Providence, bro. He's to. going Providence. Eric. Yeah. I'm going Providence as well. They're too hot right Oof. now. Kansas, Oof. here, hear me out. Kansas has the ASU transfer yep. that played for ASU, that point guard. I can't remember. I can't remember right now his name, but he transferred from ASU to go to Kansas. He's doing fantastic. But the thing is, Providence is too hot. I mean, I, they're 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 very good. They live and die with the three ball. But once again, bro, like you know, you know, like I know, it comes down to once again, bro. How many chances have you? How many times have you done this? Yeah. How many times have you gone to the to the big tourney? How many times have you gone to the Sweet Sixteen, to the Elite Eight, to the Final Four? If it's if this is normal to you, bro, which for Providence, that's not it's normal. Like. One of our one of our one of our sports scientists, Kenny, has come on and says Kansas sucks almost as bad as the AFC's ninth best team, New England. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. Get out of here, Kenny. TJ, who's your pick? I ain't never seen neither one of these things, but I'm gonna have to go with Kansas. <laughs> there you go. We're split two and two there. I like that. I like that pick. That's well, a smart move. Hear me out then. We could do this. I'll do Providence seven and a half. 
Okay, I'll take that. Providence seven and a half. Ring it in. That's gonna add that to the parlay. Providence seven and a half <laughs> is gonna hit those parlay tickets. Uh, let's move on. Two very storied franchises: UCLA making their run, and UNC, which I think, with some parenthesis at the end there, UNC has probably put together the the strongest run so far in the tournament. They have been looked very good. Um, let's start this one off, guys. Eric, you're gonna lead this charge. I like UCLA. I think UCLA is going to take it over UNC. Um, and UCLA is going to be really good. And I'm going to take UCLA money line. UCLA money line. He's confident in that pick. Yeah, very confident. TJ. I think UCLA be having a lot of hype around them, like, every year. They like they like the – they like Golden State is right now. So I'm going to have to go with um, UNC. You and he goes the complete opposite. That was weird, man. <laughs> I, I love it. So I love it. Zim. Uh, these are both two basketball powerhouses. This is something that we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is these are both powerhouses, bro. So you're asking my honest opinion. I'd have to flip a coin on this one, bro, because they're both. They're not number one seeds. So, I mean, if if UNC or UCLA was the number one seed, bro, then that'd be different. But but I'll be honest. I'm taking UCLA by six. Kenny Kenny says UCLA by 10 plus. I don't know if I believe that, Kenny. But stick around, Kenny. I have something for you. You stay on here right now if you're watching. I'll take UCLA by six. Kenny, I like you. I'm, I'm taking UCLA points. I don't know if they win, but just for Eric, I'm taking UCLA to win. Two and a half? Yes. That's what they're at? Wow. Yeah. Bump it up to three and I'll make that guarantee. I'll be on next week, so once we see them win by three, that's guaranteed. Yeah. I'm not going to do the ten. I'll take UCLA minus minus two and a half all day. I think UCLA wins this game. UNC's run comes to an end. I think the luck runs out. Um, That takes us to our final game and right before we get to our final game for this pick six, a huge Thank you um, to everybody that stuck around that watched this. I have a bone to pick. This is actually pick number seven. And the reason I have this pick is because I wanted to call out Kenny specifically. Kenny was on this show last week for our bracket challenge and told me and all of ITO audiences, all 700 of you last week, that Iowa State was the worst team in this tournament. (laughs) And we all believed you. And they are now dancing in the Sweet 16, Kenny. What do you have to say for yourself? And I hope you comment what you have to say for yourself because I batted for you <laughs> on that last week. I know Iowa State is dancing. In what is probably the most unlikely scenario, we have Miami versus Iowa State as a bonus pick here, guys. This, to me, is my 50-50 toss-up. I don't like either of these teams. But we can, we can talk this out. I'm going to go around backwards. So, TJ, you're going to go first. I know you probably don't know anything about these teams, but let's start off there. Who do you have in this game? I haven't seen much of Miami in the tournament like in the past like decade for real. But I've seen Iowa State there before. So I'm gonna have to go to Iowa State. He's gonna go big twelve for this matchup. Iowa State to continue the Cinderella story. Zim. Iowa State, bro. Miami is not a basketball school. They play football. Yeah, <laughs> they produce was... basketball. They're not a basketball school, bro. <laughs> Iowa State gets two nods now. Eric. This is my Cinderella team. Iowa State. Wow. Yeah. yeah All the way? The- I'm, they'll, they'll hit the final four. 
they'll, they're going to play really good. If they play exactly how they played against Wisconsin, because they're the one who ruined my play <laughs> <laughs> last week, last weekend. Um, Iowa State is, is a scary team, especially that, that young kid who, who scored like 25 points. He, it's a scary I, I was, team. Iowa State is the number one defensive t- team co- in college basketball. So that if defense wins championship, it's right there. I'm taking Iowa State to win this. This was the most unlikely BCMG guarantee, but I'm adding it to the parlay. That's right. Sound the alarm. We have one last BCMG guarantee. We're all about it. Um, and Kenny did talk about himself. He said that they peaked in January, but apparently they have two peaks. They're peaking again here in March. I appreciate that, Kenny. That sounds like an apology, and he wanted to just chime in there. Miami isn't even a football school. Now that's kind of funny. All right. Um, (laughs) That's that's really funny. Uh, Guys, that is tonight's show. And and might I say, this was extremely fun, and I hope you guys come back out on the show um, in the future because, Zim, you are fantastic. I'd love to have you on as a sports scientist uh, forever. And TJ, you too, man. You you definitely get, you guys have chemistry and and you could be on the show with this. But before I let you guys go and I say and I give the sign off, um, TJ, why don't you tell people where they can find you and where they can find your content? Um, my name is um, TJ McKelly. I'm on Twitter. Um, I pretty much just talk to a, a bunch of podcasters or other people. Shout out to John Vogel, Nick Price, and um, Brad Ward. I'm in the my three day ones and, and um, dealing with this. So, and thank you all for coming. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, TJ, so much for for being a part of this. And again, TJ, I'll jo- I'll join you into the uh, or I'll jump you into the ITL chat, and then I'll I'll introduce you everybody. I think you'd be a phenomenal addition. Um, so thank you so much for being on today, Zim. Going over to you, man, the guy who plays, who tells us all the ways. Uh, tell the people where they can find you. Hey, yo, man. So, hey. Look, my name is Zimbalist Williams, bro. You can find me on Facebook at Zimbalist Williams, or you can find me on LinkedIn as Zimbalist Williams. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> also, man, on Instagram and Twitter, man, you can find me at A underscore yo underscore fresh. That's at A underscore yo underscore fresh. A is spelled A-Y-E. It's like you saying, hey, yo, fresh. And I'm like, what's happening? What's up, bro? <laughs> that's perfect i absolutely love that hey yo fresh that's right yeah, and that's a perfect subway segue to i'm just kidding we're not <laughs> but uh but uh <laughs> takes us that takes us over to eric eric my man second itl episode how you feeling feels great it feels great um if you guys want to follow me i don't i'm barely producing some content now guys i'm new in the game um, if you want to like to follow me, it's Eric Digital 94. Um, I'll be posting out some picks over the weekend if, if you guys like like to see who might win and who might not. And I give out some pretty good picks, I think. So feel free to follow and I'll talk to you guys more. If he does say so himself, he gives up pretty good picks. Zim, you got a plug. Hey, also, guys, man, I want to just throw this out there really quick, guys. Y'all stay tuned, man. I got a lot of stuff going on. I got a lot of stuff going on. Hashtag West Texas Fresh, bro. WTX Fresh. That's just stands. That stands for West Texas Fresh. I'm gonna go play with the West Texas Warbirds. We start camp on April 1st, bro. So time is coming in. Like it's it's really cramping up. And for a lot of people that don't know, we're in Odessa Midland, which is you know football country. To be honest, bro. That's football. You know about it, yeah. You know about it. That's football country, bro. So that's kind of like the that's one of the hotbeds for Texas, which is one of the hotbeds for football. But we won't get into that, bro. 
Go watch but, anything Friday Night Lights. You go see what he's talking about. Exactly. But y'all stay tuned, man. I'll be posting links. I'll be posting footage, just little small clips, man, throughout the whole campaign, just to keep you guys in tune as to what's going on, bro. I want to be able to take you guys through the back scenes of what's going on with arena football. You know, a lot of people, they want to know, hey, what is the lifestyle like, bro? Like, what do you do? Like, what, what do you do when you're not practicing, when you're not, you know, in the weight room, or you're not doing this, you're not doing that? There's just a lot of things that people want to know, and I want to let you guys on, you know, the backstory. So I just want to, you know, keep so, you guys Zim, you know what, Zim, you know, I'm going to go make a game. I'm going to be there. <laughs> I'm gonna be there, man. I promise you. I will be. I will be. Yeah, you let me know. Stand. I got you. I got oh, you, bro. I'm, I'm gonna be there. I got you. tickets Soon. out. Just let me know, but tickets will be there, bro. I got you. That's no big deal. All in. I'm all in. I might. I might yeah. even stream from there. Uh, but, oh, but <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I'll tell you what. Uh, let me. Let me do the sign-offs. We'll talk after. But this is Into the Lab podcast. Obviously powered by the Mothership BCMG Blue Collar Media Group. You saw all the commercials. Join us. Be a part of us. These guys. Hopefully, you see these guys more often on the show. Very excited to have Zim on. Very excited to have TJ on for the first time. Eric, of course, fantastic. Um, we appreciate you guys. Remember, follow our bets. I'll be posting them tomorrow morning. You'll see those bets. Let's pick six slash seven if you want to take that bonus pick. Go put those parlay. Many people have hit. Wins you money. Go do it, right, guys? Good luck to everybody. Have fun. Watch sports for fun. Enjoy the money on the side as a perk. Don't risk it for the biscuit. Go ahead and have some fun with it, guys. Have a great mm. weekend, y'all. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app. And follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today. Today.